0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: Hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. By the way, I'm going to be on other shows today, which is kind of fun. Uh, Chris Salcedo's show today on Newsmax. I will be on camera, so check that out. And then uh, Mary Walter, who fills in on my show. Uh, nearly exclusively because she's awesome. I'm gonna be on her radio show tonight and just go look up Mary Walter Radio, Mary Walter Radio. But that's gonna be at uh, 7.15 Eastern Time tonight. Salcedo show is 4 o'clock Eastern today. Sometime they're in the hour. So if you'd like to, uh, check out those shows, it's uh, an honor to be on both of them, by the way. So there's that. And then, by the way, tonight, I just wanna mention. Rob Schmidt's show on Newsmax is pretty amazing. This week he's uh, got a special series targeting Trump for destruction. And he's got lots of guests. He's got uh, all sorts of new documents and guests with regard to the Biden family, where they got their money from China, etc. It is the hottest show on cable. And it is back on DirecTV and UVerse. by the way, also on Roku, Samsung, Pluto, Zumo, Vizio, and more. Check out Rob Schmidt tonight. Will ya? Because uh, Newsmax is back, and we are glad to be back, and we're being seen by a lot of people. Okay, I want to do a little bit more on this. Uh, yesterday on Capitol Hill, uh, we had more nonsense. Uh, it turns out that some of our military bases have been uh, have been uh, hosting Drag Queen Story Hour. Now, you know, I don't care uh, 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 largely about Drag Queen Story Hours. Um, you know, I think if parents want to take their kids there, then they're, I don't know, they're just buffoonish that said uh you know, or Medea okay, if it's Medea okay, Medea can read to my kid whatever but but the fact that our our defense department is playing this nonsense game while we are uh, in such grave danger from the world I mean the nuclear clock is close to midnight thanks to uh, uh, Joe Biden and projecting weakness around the world you've got an alliance apparently between Russia and China you've got Brazil now is going to trade in its own currency with China and uh, oddly enough there was a a questionable election in Brazil which ushered in a socialist who's all about China it's kind of weird right it's kind of like Uh, we were the template. The 2020 election was the template. Because it was. That said, uh, yesterday, Matt Gates uh, asked uh, a DOD secretary about Drag Queen Story Hour. He said that we don't support it even though it's happening all over. And then uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie was completely clueless because he was too focused on his uh, white rage, I guess. But here is Matt Gates last night talking about uh, what's going on in the military with this DEI, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and all of this nonsense, and, uh, and how bad it is for the defense of our country. And by the way, it should be fairly obvious because... Uh, recruitment for the military is way down and there are a lot of reasons for that.
2: America's top military leaders have brought misery to almost every part of the globe they have touched. They put Iran in a position of power in Iraq. They armed ISIS in Syria. They turned over Afghanistan to the Taliban in the bloodiest way possible. We could have taken out the suicide bomber, didn't give the authorities. They didn't even get the vengeance part right, Tucker. When they were supposed to take out ISIS, they took out a family on the way to a barbecue. And so now you see them trying to bring the misery and the ruin home yeah and drag queen story hours are still on to our country through this embrace of diversity equity and inclusion and this is real money seventy million dollars they've requested for enhancements to diversity equity and inclusion and this is the most divisive stuff possible and when i showed the secretary of defense evidence that it was happening in nevada in montana in virginia he just said nope it's not happening and it makes you wonder Do these people have any sense of reality or is the pain the point, whether it's DEI or the vaccine mandate, that they still don't have good answers for?
1: What about you uh, active duty military members? Do you feel like uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats doing this to the military are making things better for you? you think this is important? I mean, after they slapped you down and uh, and insulted not only active duty but retirees and Gold Star families by letting Afghanistan go, and now we see the Taliban showing all of the weapons and all of the pallets of cash that we left them, and we know that those weapons are being sold on the black market around the world, and we know that Iran is within weeks of being able to create a nuke. What about you, uh, you uh, active duty uh, service people and uh, and veterans? Do you are you down with this? Because if anything i would venture to say you aren't not at all and like me i'm just tired of the children being in charge i mean we have a a bunch of children screaming and we have adults who are supposed to be adults capitulating to their every need while ignoring the real problems in the world for instance there's this uh, two White House Republican leaders are demanding answers from West Point, the Superintendent on a role play exercise in which cadets were forced to participate, focused on understanding and respecting the pronouns people prefer. What the hell does that do when you are in a uh, in a trench a couple of miles away from the enemy? You want to understand, oh should we kill they them or wait for they them to kill us they what the hell really? House Armed Services Military Readiness Subcommittee, Chairman Mike Waltz, this happened a couple weeks ago, and Military Personnel Subcommittee Jim Banks said the role-play exercise sentence, sentence centered around misidentifying gender-neutral pronouns. In a letter to Superintendent uh, Steve Gilland, uh, they wrote, We have uh, recently obtained a a document for training exercises during a dean's weekend at West Point. We feel that disrupts and distracts from the education and training that is needed to shape our military future leaders. And if you're down with any of this, you need to consider retirement or uh, someone needs to consider firing you. Because we live in a really big, cruel world where people want to kill you and your kids and take everything that we have. That's just the case, and they won't care if you are a they, them, or a he, she, or an it. If and what were was being if and are was were being being been have has had do does did shall will should may may not could whatever doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you are. Here's a little bit more from uh, Matt Gates last night. He was talking to Tucker, by the way, about this nonsense. We are in a
2: recruiting collapse and they say, well, we don't think DEI is the problem because we've sent out surveys and no one says it's the problem. Listen to this. They don't realize that the people offended by this conduct aren't going to take their stupid survey. Let me just be honest, a great set, a great share of the people who fight in our military come from the American South. And when you embrace these values that are so antithetical to the part of the country I represent, you are really putting a downward pressure on the people people we need to volunteer and fight, not for some faraway land, not to go build some democracy out of sand in Arabia, but for our country. And you have to wonder whether it is incompetence or a purposeful purge. I also pressed him on making sure we get our service members their full back pay and restoration of rank. Uh, Austin said he would not do that in the absence of a legal requirement to do so. So that is precisely the amendment I intend to offer to our national defense authorization.
1: Uh, apparently was a big, uh, a big uh, arms, uh, he worked for uh, arms manufacturer, I'll have to get the details on that, but he headed right from the, the pipeline from the military industrial complex, from the, uh, the manufacturing and uh, the production side into government to become the, uh, the DOD secretary. Uh, it really is uh, remarkable, and uh, I'm hoping that some of this will expose the danger that we're in because of all of this. And it's all—it's not—it's not by—it's not, by, uh, not organic. None of this is organic. It's all by design. All of this is awe by design. The the descent of the country into havoc and chaos, and every every day we have a news story that, that says that we're divided this way and we're divided that way. And this has all come about in the last, oh, about th- three years, I guess, since right before Joe Biden became the president. Uh, you know, right uh, during when uh, China unleashed a deadly virus that they created in a lab and we paid for on the world. Yeah, I said that because the FBI said it and so did the Department of Energy. Uh, Uh, And also common sense merits it. Uh, So clearly, we have uh, powers that are trying to bring the country down. And people are beginning to really understand the predicament that we're in, uh, partially because every day they wake up and they look at their paycheck. They look at what they have to do when they go to the grocery store. They, for instance, the other night I come in, our thermostat was cranked down to 62 degrees overnight. Now, I don't mind it being, you know, cooler at night, but we're trying to save money because our gas bill went through the ceiling last year. I mean, we had this, uh, this structured billing over the year, and uh, I was $100 a month for all of it, and then all of a sudden it went to $400. And that's because Joe Biden is the uh, president, and he made us uh, energy dependent. It's another way he made us uh, weak. But, but you wake up every day, you, you see the absurdity in the headlines, uh, you, you go, well, well wait, what? Uh, China and, and Russia just had a summit, and both of those countries killed 60 million of their own people last century. Well, that can't be good. So you're thinking about that for a second, and then all of a sudden you get this, uh, you know, uh, transgender day of rage, and, you got the, and now you're focused on that. So all of this is, like I said, it's not organic, it's meant to tear us apart, CRT is meant to tear us apart, reparations meant to tear us apart, and then to distract us from the real destruction of the country, you know, to distract, like for instance, uh, they're talking about reparations in California, Uh, reparations for people who were never slaves, paid for by people who never owned slaves. And uh, all the while that is happening, in Baltimore, there are 23 high schools where not a single kid is proficient in math and reading. And in Illinois, there are 100 schools that are not proficient in math and reading. And all of those schools are largely people of color. But we're focused on reparations in a state where slavery never happened. You see what I mean? There's a little bit of that. Coming up, I've got an update on the Nashville shooter. And uh, there is uh, some interesting news about this. The FBI has the uh, manifesto now. Uh, Don't hold your breath about getting the manifesto. And certainly don't hold your breath on getting the manifesto without being completely redacted. Because that's what the FBI does. After all, they still haven't acknowledged Hunter Biden's laptop and their interference in the 2020 election with that. Uh, Here's the number, guys. You want to chime in? 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the Rob Carson Show. Um, By the way, uh, we just got this news this morning. Nashville Shooter was having private counseling sessions with the school's head uh, pastor before the massacre this according to the UK Daily Mail which does a better job of covering American news than the American media uh, where he shot dead because he shot she shot dead his nine-year-old daughter because he was not there that is the uh, the latest on this story former pastor of the Covenant School has claimed that uh, trans shooter Audrey Hale was was receiving counseling sessions with the father of one of her victims the ex-pastor at the school, Jim Buchanan, has now claimed that she was receiving private sessions from the current pastor of the school, uh, Chad Scruggs. His daughter, Hallie, was one of the children gunned down in the brutal attack, and police still say they do not have an official motive for the incident, but I'm assuming that would be in the uh, manifesto that they're keeping from you and me. There is that. Authorities did say that Hale had planned to attack more than one location, including a mall and another school. And now Bachman has told uh, Inside Edition that she uh, could have been targeting Pastor Scruggs' other three children as well. So it, it looks like she was uh, going after the pastor. Killed one of his children at the school because he wasn't there and was thinking about going after the other kids. This is just, uh, again, from this uh, story in the UK Daily Mail. And for some reason, uh, the manifesto is being kept close to the uh, chest of the FBI. So we will see has uh, this uh, as this continues to happen. There was some insanity yesterday, and and I mentioned this yesterday that an assault weapon was not used by this uh, by the shooter. It was what is called a a pistol carbine rifle, which is a rifle that uses the same uh, caliber bullet as a uh, gun. It was. In Invented in 1878 but because the democrat party has their argument for gun control locked and loaded uh they immediately hit the airways with get rid of assault weapons even though one wasn't used now i heard my buddy chris plant talking about this today and and two percent of murders in this country are committed with rifles What are the rest of them committed with? Well, uh, handguns, obviously, number one answer, followed by knives, baseball bats, blunt instruments, things like that. Oh, cars. Cars are used for murder and all that. So 2% of uh, the murders in this country are committed by rifles, and then there is a smaller percentage of those committed by supposed assault weapons. And the reason why they call assault weapons weapons of war is because... The Democrats want to disarm the public. That's what it's all about. There's really no doubt about it. This is what uh, this is what uh, 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 status and uh, and leftists have always done throughout history. They disarm the populace. They get rid of religion, and uh, and then ultimately they take over everything. This is um, uh, Corinne Jean Pierre yesterday, uh, uh, yesterday talking about. And get this to Corinne Jean Pierre yesterday talking about uh uh assault weapons and whether or not there would be a, uh, a either a ban on assault weapons or a confiscation of uh of assault weapons let me let me find this real quick here hold on one second i've got it here uh, mm-hmm. in the in the file sometimes my computer uh, is a little bit bizarre with me uh let's look for uh corinne jean pierre yesterday talking about um about i don't i don't have it in front wait wait here it is here is corinne Jean pierre listen Does to this.
3: the president support not just banning the sale and manufacture of semi-automatic weapons but further than that confiscation
4: let's let me just be very clear what we're talking about ar-15s these assault weapons ban they are weapons of war and they should not be
1: on the streets um, yes, country, I'll just go ahead and say it again. They should not be in schools. They should not be. In- My computer's being weird. Uh, yeah, you're actually allowed to have weapons of war. Um, that's the intent of the Second Amendment, I'm just going to say. It is uh, about having weapons of war. We just got over the uh, the Revolutionary War, where we used our own individual weapons, and we also worked with some uh, soldiers from higher, for hire. Higher. But by and large, the war was won with people who possessed their own firearms. So when the Second Amendment was created in this new country, uh, freedom of speech, expression, and also the ability to uh, bring grievances uh, at the government, followed by the ability to defend that and defend yourself uh, against both enemies, foreign and domestic. All right. Now, this talk of uh, confiscation of weapons is not going to happen. I'm just going to say that that may be uh, wishful thinking. That's maybe what they want to try but it is not going to happen. Let's get a little more from this. Uh, Corinne jean
3: President support not just banning the sale and manufacture of semi-automatic weapons, but let's
1: move forward. Here we go.
4: They should not be in schools. They should not be in grocery stores. They should not be in, in churches. That's what the president believes. And he has done more than any other president the first two years on an executive order. And as you know, We all know how government works. There's only so much that he can do. And so now it's time for Congress to do the work. And he's happy to sign. Once that happens, he's happy to sign that legislation that says, "Okay, we're going to remove assault weapons. We're going to have an assault
1: weapon. Now, if you think this uh, assault weapons ban will be the end of the attack on the Second Amendment, you're absolutely wrong. This is the beginning of it, and then it'll incrementally move toward the Marxist... Uh, goal of disarming the population. Uh, you know, and like I said also about, about uh, dissembling religion. That's another thing that Marxists do. They get rid of religion. Right now we have, uh, you know, what appears to be a war being started between uh, uh, the transgender, the radical LGBTQ movement in this country and uh, Christianity. Uh, I would assume we will find out a little bit more of this as this uh, manifesto is, uh, is eventually uncovered. But uh, that that appears to be the case. By the way, uh, the Nashville shooter Aubrey Hales... Audrey Hale's manifesto is expected to be released. This is according to uh, I believe this is uh, Breitbart. Nashville school shooter Audrey Hale's pre-killing spree manifesto set to be released to the public after the FBI and its highly skilled team of criminal profilers analyze its contents. <laughs> this is pretty interesting. This is That's what they are. This is the FBI. This is the same FBI that, you know, uh, we're watching on television uh, covering up everything. Uh, the FBI's behavioral analysis unit is working in tandem with the the Metro Nashville Police Department to complete a very in-depth analysis of certain aspects of the shooter's life. The manifesto is going to be released. It's just a matter of when. There are some incredibly smart psychological minds and psychoanalytical uh, an analysts combing through uh, her entire life, according to the uh, chief of police in Nashville. That's what's going on right there. Uh, actually, no. This is, uh, this is uh, somebody who's a member of the city's uh, public safety Beer and Regulated Beverages Committee. On the way, the uh, the guy who uh, uh, defends TikTok screams on Capitol Hill of Republicans to get rid of guns, just like Antifa. That's coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: Uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. It's the wild carson show
1: I would be remiss if I did not mention that it is uh, opening day I went out this morning, and it's actually warm. It's crazy. It's like 60 degrees where I live. <laughs> it's it's we, We've not had a lot of snow this year, but it's just been a dreadful long winter. Maybe it's the news cycle on top of cold weather. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but uh, today is opening day. I, uh, I've been very blessed because I've lived in a number of cities, and I've seen some really uh, cool sporting events. I'm not a big sports guy, but uh, I do enjoy baseball. I enjoy it in the summer, and uh, I enjoy listening to it on the radio. I just always have. Uh, when I was growing up, I listened to uh, Harry Carey. Uh, I listened to uh, uh, obviously uh, St. Louis KMOX, a great uh, St. Louis radio station. Uh, Listen uh, a, a lot to, to St. Louis Marty Brennaman in uh, in the WLW in Cincinnati. By the Jack Buck is who I was thinking about him. Now in uh, St. Louis. And unfortunately, uh, the great voices of baseball are retiring or passing away. And uh, that's a shame because uh, there's nothing better on a Sunday or, or any day actually in the summer than listening to a baseball game, than listening to a glorious baseball game. It is America's pastime, even with the $10 beers and the $12 hot dogs. So uh, <laughs> opening day and and warmer weather maybe will uh, we'll bring down the temperature of the country. Probably not the well, so, probably not so audrey hale is the uh, person who shot up the covenant school in nashville there were uh, six people killed or dead altogether uh two children three adults And uh, the the new uh, study coming out of the Daily Mail says that Audrey Hale was rejected by her Christian parents as they reportedly refused to allow Hale to use him and he and him pronouns or dress as a man under their roof. That's what they're saying here, okay? This is the only case that I've ever seen where the uh, mass shooter is uh, exonerated and the people who she killed are the ones being blamed for it. That's that's uh, the first time I think I've seen that happen in a very long time. And if you don't believe me, I've got a, uh, some audio coming up from uh, several legislators that'll show what I mean. It, it is really uh, quite despicable, quite despicable. Uh, this, according to the Daily Mail, 20 years later, after being rejected by a Christian family when she came out as gay, Hale had turned into a killer. The tone appears to be uh, uh to place at least partial blame on the shooter's Christian family. Hale lived with her parents, so it remains unclear how much they could have rejected her as they continued to put a roof over her head. Now you may also recall that uh there have been other shooters who were living at home as well, so I don't think that's uh a good, uh, well, you know, the Columbine shooters, they both lived at home, and mom and dad were completely clueless to what was going on. That was 20 plus years ago. Um, and then, as far as uh, essentially apologizing for accurately describing the shooter as a woman, that was an issue as well. This is kind of interesting because people got mad when uh, the police called this person a woman, and then when people said, okay, a trans shooter everybody got really mad because you were saying, well, you're saying it's this because it's this a trans person. Now, it's kind of funny because for this person's life, they're saying the reason why this person went on to shooting screen is because mom and dad would not recognize her identity. And then when people try to recognize her identity, as far as the, the, uh, the news story is concerned and possible modus operandi, everybody gets mad about that. Right? So you can't say she did the shooting. This is how insane and insufferable and childish and ridiculous this all has been. This, this radical, non-organic move by the radical LGBTQ... Uh, uh, and this isn't gay people. This isn't even your average trans person. These are leftists. These are Antifa. And they're using the LGBTQ people... To forward their goal—that's what this is all about. So you—you uh, you can't say she did the shooting because she isn't a she; she's a he. And then when you point out that the shooter was transgender, you can't say that because then you're blaming it on the transgender community. It's just so stupid. And then yesterday, of course, the Democrats were all in for uh, gun control, even though they want to ban assault weapons that weren't used in this shooting. And if they really wanted to go after gun violence, they'd go after uh, handguns, which do 90% of the killings in this country. But they really don't care about that because that's generally one at a time, and it's generally in the inner cities, and it's usually black-on-black violence. So they don't care about those. But they want to get rid of those assault weapons, those weapons of war. Remember that that word, weapons of war. They are trying to intimate that owning a weapon is a weapon of war that could be used against the United States. That's what they're trying to tee up. That's what they're trying to tee up. This is Jamal Bowman. This guy... Uh, He is a, a radical leftist. He's defending TikTok, by the way, the only person on Capitol Hill to defend TikTok after the disastrous TikTok hearings on Capitol Hill. And here he is, literally, outside of the chambers, in the Capitol, screaming at Republicans about gun control. Now, these are the actions of an adult child. This is not a serious individual. These are the same tactics used by Antifa, rather than an intelligent debate with facts which was presented by thomas massey of kentucky this jackweed continues to scream because he knows it's going to get coverage he knows that he's going to be covered positively by the leftist press even though what he's screaming is nonsense
5: ask them, and they go to the senate ask the same questions they're cowards they're all cowards they won't do anything to save the lives of our children at all Question them. Forced them to respond to the question, why the hell won't you do anything to save America's children? And let them explain that all the way up until Election Day on 2024.
1: I would say this is uh, inciting a, a riot, wouldn't you? He's not saying go peacefully anywhere. He's just screaming at people in the Capitol, calling them cowards. Let them explain it all the way up to Election Day on 2024. They're freaking cowards. They're
5: gutless. They're not here.
1: Now, you are a coward because you're not uh, answering a question. You're just screaming just so the news will get a sound bite and they can carry it. You, sir, are the coward.
5: I'm talking about gun violence. You understand?
2: Now, this
1: is Thomas Massey approaching him and attempting to have a conversation, but him, of course, shouting him down.
2: Oh
1: is this a conversation? That's nah, not a conversation.
5: More guns lead to more death.
0: Look at
5: the data. They're not looking at any data.
1: No, no, no! We're looking at data. Two uh, percent of uh, of deaths, murders in this country are caused by rifles. Even fewer by assault rifles. You're carrying the
5: water for the gun lobby. No, no. Look at the data. More guns the more deaths. Guns. States that have open
1: Yeah, you know what? We're never going to get rid of the Second Amendment. So just stop. They're going to do everything. They're all in. They've been waiting for this. Every time a shooting happens, uh, it used to be you'd wait a day. Then it became the day of. Then it became during the active shooter situation, you start calling for gun control. That's what this is all about. Let's go to Claude in Arbutus, Maryland. Hello there, Claude, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Rob, well, these transgenders,
5: I'm, I mean, if you're transgender, there's got to be something wrong with you, man. I don't want this to happen to you. There's definitely got to be a problem here.
1: Well, it's called gender dysphoria, and it was recognized by the American Psychiatric Institute and institutes around the world for uh, decades uh, as, a, as a disorder. And, and certainly it is. I mean, in, and I have nothing. I have no animus towards the, uh, for, towards the trans community, not one little bit. All I care about is keeping it out of the classroom with kids. And, and the thought of, of transitioning children is absurd. It's Mingle-esque. That's it. But I want to tell you, if you think you can change your gender, let me finish my thought, Claude. Uh, if you think you can change... Your gender, and by the way, there are 6,000 physical determinants of gender in your body. And if you think that cutting off breasts and getting a hysterectomy or getting neutered and taking, uh, you know, uh, 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 puberty blockers is going to make you the opposite gender, then you're, you're not you're not mentally well. Go ahead, Claude.
5: Well, I mean, like I said, it's, the, this guy that did all this, Now, I'm going to say this. National police did a great job because I'm, I'm an close. Oh, yeah. And they went in there and they got the job done. They didn't wait around like you, Baldy. We're going to cover the doors. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going in. And that's what any unit should do. Go in. We should run into danger because as first responders, I mean, and it's, but like, you know, everything's going bad now because it's this economy. Like yeah. like yeah. I was telling you before, I lost my truck. I, I'm back out on the street, basically. So, I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, I know, Clyde.
5: Economy here. And, I know, bro. Got to
1: get better. I know, bro. Thanks for the phone call. You know, it's all about a distraction from you know the the the, the desperation of the of the country, the people. Uh, it's all a distraction. Here is um, this is uh, Representative Pamela Stevenson in the kentucky house and yesterday trans activists and by the way there's a trans day of rage coming up uh... this weekend in front of the uh, supreme court and and if a MAGA day of rage were declared it would have been shut down already but oddly enough even as republicans uh... retweet the flyer for the trans day of rage they're being taken off of twitter Uh, I I guess ostensibly because Twitter's thinking they're promoting this. No, they're not. They're just pointing out something that could ultimately be incredibly dangerous coming to the Supreme Court. Here is uh, this Representative Pamela Stevenson in the Kentucky House as people in the chambers shriek in the background. didn't hate it do anything uh people who are protesting against transgenderism being taught in schools we didn't start this fight we aren't angry i mean we're angry that it's happening to our children but this isn't a hate movement you're creating this and she's equating it to the hatred of jews and black people this is unhinged this is the kind of speech that uh, uh borders on uh not uh legal this is incitement. This is creating a bogeyman that doesn't exist, blaming uh, people for reacting to an attack on their children uh, for their response. power
6: conceives nothing. This house is for the people, by the people, to serve the people, and you
1: won't listen. Wow. I mean, just honestly, this is unhinged. These are uh, words meant to incite. Rather than calm the situation, the Democrats are uh, uh, lighting fire to it. That's what they're doing. This is uh, Representative Catherine Clark, uh, blasting politicians and preachers and right-wing extremists for cruelty to transgenders. Okay, Even though they did none of that, all they've said is that it is unethical and should be illegal to gender transition children and, and it should be very obvious why that is unacceptable but she's defending it because she has a kid who has gone through the same thing. Listen to the words.
6: Ahead of Trans Day of Visibility, I rise in honor of a community. By the way,
1: she's calling it Trans Day of Visibility. It's not called that. They're calling it the Trans Day of Vengeance.
6: That is being forced to fight for its very existence. I rise in honor of trans voices that deserve to be heard, not silenced. Oh
1: dear God, they're heard every day. They're trying to silence those who are not down with the radical LGBTQ agenda. Dave Chappelle, anyone?
6: And not criminalized. I rise in honor of trans joy that deserves to be celebrated, not eradicated. That's great.
1: We have no problem with it. Just don't teach four-year-olds they can change their gender. Let's take a break. 800 More on this on the other side of this break. It's The Rob Carson Show.
0: Time to put critical race theory in critical condition. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: So the big news of the day is that Jacob Chensley, the QAnon shaman that uh, was named the QAnon shaman by the national media, has been freed from prison 14 months early after his lawyer said January the 6th, the footage showing him being escorted to the Senate by cops was exculpatory. Yeah, that kind of crazy? Uh, and uh, his uh, defense team was never shown the footage of him being peacefully led around by police officers inside the capitol makes you kind of wonder about the other prisoners who were being held in the dc gulag 700 plus days without a trial oh and then there's this today it looks like in uh, the uh, the tennessee Capitol, leftists have stormed the facility I believe that would be interrupting an official meeting, which is what Jacob Chansley was thrown in jail for. No action, no peace. No action, no peace. Now, literally, this is in the chamber, and there are people, lawmakers there, with people screaming at them. This didn't happen on January the 6th. The protesters entered the Senate chamber peacefully, let in by police, after the senators had left. No action. Wow, this is uh this is pretty pretty uh, bat guano crazy. Then there's uh, a, a Democrat, Kathleen Clark, going after, I mean, literally before the funerals, going after Christians, blaming them for a a transgender shooter mowing down people at a Christian school. A little bit more from this uh, this Democrat who has a transgendered kid herself, by the way, who was arrested on charges of vandalizing private property and assaulting uh, an officer while arre- a, a resisting arrest at an antifa riot in boston
6: i rise with unconditional love for my trans daughter riley and i rise in solidarity with every trans american seeking nothing less than their inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, and, and
1: we do too, by the way. I, I want transgender people to, to pursue happiness. I don't even care. And, and you know what is really amazing? If you're trans or gay and you think that you're being trans and gay, to me, is a big deal, you'd be wrong. Because it really is not important at all. I don't care. I don't care about you individually because I don't know you. And I really don't care that you're gay or trans. doesn't matter to me. I want you to live the American dream. But if you bring that nonsense into a school and you tell uh, kids that they can be the opposite gender and you give them an opposite gender name and identity and allow them to change clothes at school and wear chest binders and don't tell mom and dad, then I got a problem with it. You see how that works? So put away your faux bullcrap outrage. Put away your faux movement, which appears to be kind of turning violent. Put it away. Here's a little bit more from this uh, this uh, uh, congresswoman.
6: To stand in the way of that right is to stand against our most basic... Amid- We're not we're not American values but that's exactly what mega extremists are doing across this country you know it's
1: kind of weird they also inserted a CRT which teaches uh, that white kids are racist and black kids can't succeed at all and then when parents went to school board meetings suddenly the FBI goes after the parents you see how that works You bring in radical transgender ideology uh, and sexualization of children in the schools. Parents raise hell. All of a sudden, lawmakers like this go after the parents. You see what's going on here? Yeah, it's not organic.
6: On school boards, in state capitals, here in the halls of
1: Congress. Yeah, and it's just about protecting our children. When you become, you're 18 years old and you want to do whatever with your body, go for it. We wish you the best. Honestly, we wish you the best. Do whatever you want to do, but stay the hell away from my kids with that nonsense. Okay? Let's take a break. Mike, you hold on. We with you more of your phone calls and uh, lots of other stuff to get to. 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: This is the Rob Carson Show.
1: So after a uh, mass shooting at a uh, Christian school by a transgendered individual, which I didn't really care about, then I realized the... What's going on in the country with regard to the radical LGBTQ uh, movement? It, it's not organic. It's, it's a movement to, uh, to wreck the country. That's why people are saying that you can, uh, you can change your gender in school. Your four-year-old should be able to change their gender. Can you imagine what that does to the mind of a young person? Can, honestly, can you imagine what that does to the mind of a young person? And then uh, to know that, that some adults in this country, this is the most shameful thing, that there are adults, counselors, surgeons, anesthetists, uh, endocrinologists, who are willing to do this this fallacy with the uh, accent on phallus uh, to our children. And uh, it, it, there's no, and other countries have turned away from it because they think it's insane. They think it's insane. But right now, the LGBTQRSTUV whatever movement is whipped into a lather. This is in Tennessee right now. There is an insurrection currently happening at the Tennessee Capitol Building. State troopers are being shoved. But it doesn't surprise you at all when a member of the United States Congress named uh, Jamal Bowman yesterday confronted uh, Republicans in our nation's capital like this.
5: Children at all. Cowards. Pressure them. Forced them to respond to the question, why the hell don't you do anything to save America's children? And let them explain that all the way up until election day on
2: 2024.
1: Okay, this is... Um This is provocative. It's intentionally provocative. This is without a doubt that this is intentionally provocative. Now, whether or not they're trying to provoke uh, conservatives, no. They are provoking the left. That's what they're doing. That's why nobody's talking about this transgendered day of vengeance. Coming up in Washington D.C. That's why Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene have been taken off of Twitter for merely saying, "Hey, we sh- You should know that there are uh, radical groups planning a, uh, a transgender day of vengeance at the Capitol." Un- uh, honestly, wow! I, I t- it is uh, it is rem- We live in remarkable times. We live in remarkable times, and we live in dangerous times. But I I know that uh, we are approaching a turning point. I I believe that. For the better, I believe for the better. And and I don't want anything negative or or any sort of uh, physical altercations to happen. But the left engages in that stuff. They do. They do. They either lead the insurrection or they create one. That's how it is. Let's go to, uh, let me see, we got Mike in uh, Prince George's County, Maryland. Hello there, Mike. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey, Rob, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Great show as usual. Hey, Thank three you. quick points. Number one, I saw that interview with uh, Matt and uh, Millie. And yeah. When they were done and Millie was done so long, the general next to him, Austin, I think, said to, to, to Matt, you need to get me those videos. You need to give me that list of military bases where this is happening because I don't know anything about it.
1: Now that that, was yeah, the you, you, you got a money. Stuff. Okay, it, well it here. Unbelievable. Okay, That's here the worst is. Thing. Okay, well you gotta let me talk. Um, I want to mention that uh, it was Millie who actually said, I had no idea what the hell's going on. Here is uh, here is thoroughly modern Millie. Uh, let me see if I can get it uh, here. Here's uh, yeah.
2: Can I get copies of those? Because I'd like to take a look at those myself, actually. Take a look and, and find out what actually is going on there. Because I, that's the first I'm hearing about that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't read those news stories. I don't know what you're talking about. I'd like to take a look at those because I don't agree with those. Well, they're I think, now in I think the those official record. Shouldn't be happening. Thank you. Thank you for that
1: admission. All right. So that is uh, Millie saying it. This is Lloyd Austin being questioned about it. Here's Lloyd Austin. I,
2: I guess my question is how much taxpayer money should go to fund drag queen story hours on military bases?
4: You know, drag drag queen story hours is not something that uh, the department funds.
1: Now, uh, Matt Gates, of course, continued to ask him, and uh, and Millie got this look on his face. He was looking down his nose at Matt Gates, like, "I'm going to get you." It was really remarkable, and he kept saying, "We don't fund it. We don't support it. Is that what you're talking about?
7: Yeah, I, I guess I got the names inverted, but that's I okay. It was believable. The second thing is, as far as the president's spokesperson talking about the Republicans having to get gun legislation going, I'll remind them that they just had the presidency, the Congress, and enough votes in the Senate to pass whatever they wanted, and they didn't. They had the same thing with Obama, and they didn't. They could have fixed immigration, and they didn't. And my final point is the manifesto, when the FBI gets around good and ready to let that go, if you don't think that's going to be heavily redacted, to show and not show that there was a hate crime against Christians, you're mistaken. It's
1: crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I absolutely agree that the FBI, if they sat on uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, they didn't even admit they had it. Until right. Matt Gates until Matt Gates last March, admitted it to the congressional record. We have some evil awful corrupt people in our federal government bro and we got to do something about this uh, because listen to what's happening in tennessee listen to what's happening in kentucky both of those legislatures are under assault right now by the radical left using the lgbtq movement and it's not going to end well uh if this continues i appreciate the phone call let's go to a blanca in baltimore haven't heard from blanca in a while hello and welcome to the show how are you
4: I'm doing great I'm doing great I had sent you an email that I was not well in the hospital I'm doing oh, fantastic uh, yes I'm doing well I wanted to um, I wanted to respond sorry about that I wanted to <laughs> respond I'm parked uh, yeah. to Jamal Bowman uh, yes. the screaming of uh, uh, the, the this is the same thing that is done here in Baltimore City when yeah. we talk about the condition of school. He mentioned that he was a teacher, you know, how it's no longer a teacher, educator. He was an educator and a principal, and he was there to save lives. I doubt it. I doubt it. Because principals, first of all, yes, he might have had lunch duty. That's that's possibility because <laughs> of shortages. But yes. this going on about how he uh, is going to... Um, I guess be the spokespersons for safety, they need to give that a break because yeah. um, if it wasn't for the people that actually uh, protect kids, uh, the SROs here, as you know, in Baltimore City, they have weapons, uh, and I'm sure, I don't know how it is anywhere else. They have weapons, but they're locked in a, in a safe. Mm-hmm. They're locked in a safe. So if something happens, guess what? They don't have their weapon on, on them so they have to go to the safe to then you know try to uh dis, dis-, dis- disarm or disable this uh emergency this is a, again what a, a what a i don't know who
1: these people it's hard to block 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 it's it. it's hard to it's hard to wrap your head around right. people people listen- who are this evil
4: and i don't understand how but then you understand what comes out and you understand the, the same. I guess my point is, Rob. The same people that elected this Joker. This is. This is. This is what you get when you elect people that don't know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, elections have consequences, particularly when they're stolen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All yeah. right, Blanca. I appreciate your phone call. Let's think about it. I want you to think about this. This is this passive-aggressive nonsense that the left has always done. They inject CRT into schools. They inject uh, radical uh, agendas into schools. And then when parents go, hey, I I don't want my kid to be hated because he's white, and I don't want my kid to hate because he's black or she's black or whatever, and then, uh, then you yell racism. And you blame the person who is just saying, hey, 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 no, 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 I'm not a racist. I just don't like this ideology. Same goes with the radical LGBTQ agenda in schools. Uh, Rhonda Zana said no to it. And uh, other sc- other uh, uh, governors are saying no to it. Uh, Christy Nome said no to it. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said no to it. And uh, when they discovered that children are being uh, taught sex and sexuality, that there are legitimately pornographic books in libraries, think about this. You know, I remember when I was in fifth or sixth grade Uh, this this sort of thing would have been so incredibly overwhelming as a human being to see a book that had uh, an adult male having sex with an adolescent boy in the library it's called lawn boy by the way Uh, it would have been so overwhelming and unbelievable for a young kid uh, or being told if, if maybe you like to play with Barbies when you're four as a boy that you really should consider gender transition change your name put you on puberty blockers are you out of your mind Rachel Levine who was a middle management white guy uh, who had children, was married, got divorced, suddenly decided as he approached retirement to become a woman and became the woman of the year. The woman of the year has a very high-paying, prestigious job for the federal government where this person espouses transgenderism to young children. Literally said, this person, Rachel Levine, said, children can go through the wrong puberty. Let me tell you something. Puberty is programmed. All right. Puberty is programmed from the time that you were created. Puberty is a a creation. And therefore, I would say uh, something that is godly. It is a plan. And if you decide that you're going to just suddenly interrupt this plan for uh, something that isn't true, and somebody says something about it, then the left goes nuts and calls you transgender phobic and all of this. And then by screaming this and saying that, that uh, uh, conservatives want to kill trans people and there's a transgenocide. This is a further example of this. Then when somebody who's transgendered takes up arms out of this mania that's been created then they attack people who want to keep and bear arms you see the same modus operandi crt transgender and then ultimately fomenting violence until the point that someone commits an act of violence then blame the people <laughs> who were the victims you see how this works it should be fairly clear at this point if it, I, I would recommend that you share this show with your liberal friends because it's uh, it's beyond nonsense, now it's becoming really, really dangerous. 800 6680 Let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: If you don't like his opinion, see the First Amendment and get back to us. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: You know, it's kind of weird that Jacob Chansley, the uh, QAnon shaman, released from prison early because of uh, exculpatory evidence exposed by Tucker Carlson that he didn't lead an insurrection, he didn't break into the building, and he was led around by police. It's kind of interesting. And exculpatory evidence was held from his defense team, not only by the people in charge of the Capitol, including ostensibly, I guess, Nancy Pelosi, but also the kangaroo court that is and was the Japanese. January 6th committee. And on the same day, we see that Alvin Bragg is indefinitely suspending his witch hunt against Donald Trump because last Tuesday, the jury or the grand jury was shown uh, 600 pages of exculpatory evidence that would have cleared Donald Trump should this thing uh, actually happen. Should this indictment happen? Isn't that kind of weird? Isn't that kind of strange how our Department of Justice... Uh, with has withheld exculpatory evidence to pursue a uh, political revenge campaign, and these both came out on the same day. Yeah, yeah. And I've been saying this has been going on since day one, as far as January. Actually, yeah, day one it was yeah, January the seventh is when I is when I said all of this would uh, would happen. Oh, just real quick, uh, uh, back to the transgender shooter uh, who uh, who killed people in. Uh, in Nashville and, uh, oh, by the way, in uh, in the state of Tennessee now, the leftists are literally uh, besieging the Capitol. Thought you should know. Pushing police officers the whole deal. Uh, will they be charged with uh, uh, disrupting a public meeting and uh, sentenced to four years in jail like Jacob Chansley? Uh, no, probably not. Of course not. Uh, will they be held without a trial for seven to 800 days like the January 6th protesters? No. That's all the evidence you need that our justice system has to be overhauled, among other things. We know the FBI was involved in the 2016 election, working with Hillary Clinton to create the Russian dossier. It was a lie. Then we know the chief counsel of the of the FBI left the FBI and joined Twitter just in time to shut down the story of Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> what? What? Really? And we have a, a media that's not curious. It, it just, it's just uh, so disgusting. And, and i I got to tell you, uh, the more that I think about it, the more I want this Convention of States to happen. The Convention of States would allow the states to have a convention and address the uh, abuses and usurpations of the federal government without wrecking the union. It would allow to put controls and limits on the power of the federal government, maybe even... Uh, downsize it because it desperately needs that. You know this as well as I do. They're spending money we don't have. They've wrecked our children's future. Each one of us owes about a million and a million three of federal debt. Each one of us, your kids, your grandkids, all of them, you all owe $1.3 million because of the idiotic spending of our federal government. The only solution, honestly, is to downsize the federal government to get some control on the out-of-control swap in Washington, D.C., and return the power to the states. If you want to live in California, uh, go live in California. If you want to live in New York, go and live in New York. But right now, people are leaving both of those states to go to free states like Florida and Tennessee and Texas. So let's do this. Uh, They had a vote for it in Kansas the other day, real close to Kansas joining the convention of states, and then I think we got three more states, or 13 more states. So I hope so. But anyway, after GOP lawmakers uh, called for Arizona uh, Democrat Governor Katie Hobbs' press secretary, Jocelyn Barry to be fired over a tweet suggesting the use of violence against those who disparage transgender people, Barry resigned yesterday. She tweeted an image from a 1980 movie, Gloria, showing a woman brandishing two guns, and it says, us when we see transphobes. So uh, this person stepped down. Uh Yeah. Daniel Scar- Scar- uh, Scarpinato, spokesman for former Republican Doug Ducey, called Barry's tweet offensive and tone deaf, but also below the dignity of the office of the governor. It's not just offensive, it's, it's um, inflammatory. There's a difference between offensive and inflammatory. Like Jamal Bowman's speech, that's inflammatory. I don't think anyone, no matter uh, your political leanings, would look at that tweet. Any sane professional person would look at that tweet and say, "This is how I want one of my top advisors of the government to, uh, or my uh, of my state to conduct themselves." It's true, that's true. And oh, oh, this is actually kind of funny. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this real quick because uh, my, my producer, Ken, who's just wonderful, you know, you know, uh, Redneck MacGyver, I uh, talk about, he came up with this. It's a new trigger warning. So I'm going to share a story with you, but it could contain some triggering words for lefties in the audience. So here we go. Trigger warning. Trigger, trigger warning. If you are a Snoop Dogg fan, that is a Tizzer warning. Thought you should know. A Tizzle. Tizzle warning. This is a Tizzle warning. So a a video game featuring a transgender hero who shoots down trans critics, including priests, in order to allow players to unleash their pent-up fury upon the gender-critical tyrants with an arsenal of deadly weapons was published by a trans game developer two months before Monday's Christian school shooting in Nashville. It's uh, titled Turfenstein 3D. Yeah, and then that's a pejorative term, TERF, which means trans-exclusionary radical feminists. That's who they called uh, uh, J.K. Rowling when she said that there are only two genders, Yeah, and so they had to destroy her. According to the dictionary, dictionary dictionary.com refers to uh, an advocate of radical feminism who believes that a trans woman's gender identity is not legitimate, uh, not radical at all, and who is hostile to the inclusion of trans people and gender-diverse people in the feminist movement. No, 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 they aren't. They aren't. They're just tired of it being forced down their throats and having women being replaced on uh, teams and as Women of the Year. That's it. But this game, according to the developer's description on the site, the game entails escaping a gender fascist concentration camp. Unleash your pit-up fury upon the gender-critical tyrants with an arsenal of deadly weapons and tactics in cathartic bliss yeah yeah has a uh, feminist themes of a gender critical people and what a post-apocalyptic world would look like if gender fascist won i think maga fascist don't they call us maga fascist it's almost like they're trying to start something and then it? it's it's almost like they're trying to start something oh no they are <laughs> they they really really are It's whether or not we take the bait. We won't take the bait, but we will defend ourselves, I'll tell you that. We've got uh, James Rojan, Newsmax, coming up, one of America's last great journalists, after this.
0: Opinions are easy. Entertaining? Not so much. It's the Ron Carson Show.
1: Uh, later today, I'm going to be on the Chris Salcedo Show on Newsmax. That'll be about uh, 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central. And then uh, later tonight on the Mary Walters Show, she fills in for me on my show. And uh, I have a great deal of respect for Mary. Uh, and so I'm going to be on her show tonight at 7.15 Eastern. So if you want to just Google Mary Walter Show, she's on a number of uh, platforms. I will be on uh, video and audio for that, whether you like it or not and uh, the same way with chris Salcedo. <laughs> i'll do that uh joining us on the newsmax hotline is a man who is identified a, as a journalist his entire career he's never changed he's james rosen and he's on the hotline hello my friend how are you today
3: well i have changed shirts i will sit you...
1: <laughs> man there's a lot of stuff going on in washington dc you live in the uh, dc area don't you
3: I live in the district. That's right.
1: So, what what are they uh, What are they saying about this Trans Day of, G- of Vengeance that's coming up? Uh, apparently, at the beginning of April, have you have you heard much about it? Are there any barricades going up? Is anybody talking about this?
3: I did just hear someone discussing it with me earlier today, uh, and uh, for the benefit of our listeners, this is a um, a day of protest that's going to be organized at the Supreme Court, and it's on behalf of the rights of trans people, as I understand it, and it's called a day, the Trans Day of Vengeance, of why anyone would see the Supreme Court as a place fit for vengeance.
7: Yeah.
3: Beyond me, I, I think the whole point of the Supreme Court is that it exists not for vengeance, but for justice uh, and for equal application under the law. Uh, obviously, this is going to raise concerns because of uh, some of the threats to the lives of, of justices of the Supreme Court that we've seen over the past year or so. Um, and it, for me, it, uh, as a historian of the, of the Watergate era, um, who interviewed members of the Weather Underground and the students for a Democratic Society, uh, participants and organizers of these events in years past, it evokes the so-called the Days of Rage, which was planned for a weekend in Chicago in 1969, uh, which was supposed to off the pig and uh, undo the capitalist machine, and which really wound up um, hurting more than, than any place else. Um, uh, proletarian beer halls and and Volkswagens and other uh, other businesses and shops and, and property around Chicago that really didn 't belong to the elite um, and so it was a failure as an event we 'll see what happens with the trans day of vengeance.
1: Well, it kind of sounds like the same playbook there, James. Uh, I'm just saying it, you know, including the name. Uh, Very close to it now, James. And I got to tell you, uh, I choose my words very deliberately. Most intelligent people do, but I would consider to be you you to be a wordsmith. I do. I think you have an understanding of language. You use it very, uh, very well. Uh, All of your words are chosen quite well. Um, Not so much with me. Uh, But
3: but when you look, very dull radio, doesn't it?
1: Oh God, you suck! I don't even know why we have you on. But anyway. Wait. <laughs> here we go again you 're the guard outside of uh, Buckingham palace and i 'm the american tourist james that's the that's the uh, the relationship we have but no let's let's go from uh, uh, language that uh, inspires language that moves and inflammatory language. You have a good understanding of the First Amendment. I would assume you also have a very good understanding of what is considered an abuse of the First Amendment and an unlawful use of words to incite. Would you consider the words of, like, day of vengeance to be uh, essentially breaching that boundary?
3: Uh, They come close. Um, You know, in a a simple slogan like that, uh, it is nowhere uh, defined uh, who is going to be committing vengeance upon whom, but it certainly has an ominous tone to it, there's no question
1: let 's talk about uh, uh joe biden on uh, on Monday. He opened the presser. About the Covenant school shootings and uh, the, his uh, his argument against assault weapons weren't weren't used in this shooting. It was a pistol carbine, uh, but he made a joke about ice cream to start it. Then later in the day, he uh, made a, a comment about Josh Hawley. Um, what have you heard? What's the buzz uh, in the press corps about those those moments that have been uh, spoken about since? Well,
3: again, for the benefit of our listeners. Um, Um, In the wake of the uh, massacre at the Christian School in Nashville, uh, President Biden was uh, presiding at the White House East Room uh, over a summit for the Small Business Administration featuring women entrepreneurs, and uh, aides to the president made clear to the White House press corps that at the top of those remarks about women entrepreneurship, uh, Mr. Biden would be having a few uh, things to say uh, in response to the shootings. Uh, And instead, he began with a kind of a discussion of of the ice cream that was being served and his love of chocolate ice cream before he got to uh, the comments about the shooting. And then later in the day, in a quick scrum with reporters on the South Lawn of the White House, uh, the president was asked if he thought that uh, Christians had been targeted uh, for their faith um, at the Nashville school where the shootings occurred. And he said he had no idea. And the reporter followed up by saying that Senator Josh Hawley has asserted as much, what do you think? Uh, And the president attempted a a joke in this moment, saying, well, well, then I probably don't. In essence, if if it's something that's espoused by Josh Hawley, then I wouldn't espouse it. Uh, And when the reporter followed up with an expression of of bafflement at this, the president said, I was joking. Um, And to to a number of eyes, it it appeared uh, insensitive uh, in the sense that uh, questions about uh, such a horrific massacre... Uh, and what a given senator might have had to say about it should not be um, an occasion for joking um, or an occasion uh, where the president might seek to land a a humorous jab at the expense of a political opponent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also got, to, I want to mention, uh, there's a good deal of uh, uh, fear of retaliation with the visit of Chinese, uh, or I should say Taiwan's president to, uh, to the country. Now, you may also recall uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, took a flight uh, uh, earlier this year, and China threatened to shoot her down. Um, what What's going on? Uh, what are you hearing as far as the, the visit of uh, Taiwan's president to the United States and possibility of uh, re- retaliation from China?
3: Well, well, unfortunately, we're hearing an awful lot about it. The president of Taiwan, Tsai Ing-wen, arrived in New York yesterday. Um, she has made six trips to the United States during her tenure. Uh, so this is a fairly common occurrence. But of course, it takes place, as you rightly note, in the aftermath of last August's visit to Taiwan by then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, which was met with uh, fury from the Chinese mainland government in Beijing, uh, which launched missiles and conducted aggressive exercises uh, near its uh, pro-democracy island neighbor, which which over which China asserts control. Um, and um, uh, now, the reaction from the Chinese to this visit to the United States from Taiwan's president a sighing when, is that it's going to have, and I quote now, serious, serious, serious repercussions for Sino-U.S. relations. For those counting at home, that was three seriouses. Yeah. Um, and That's like a double-dog dare. This might, might, these these yeah. terrible repercussions might, might, might uh, arise. Um, there's not been confirmation from either side yet, but it's widely expected that Psy uh, is going to meet face to face with the current house speaker kevin mccarthy republican of california uh here in washington sometime next week uh and if that goes forward I think we will indeed see some kind of stepped up activity on the part of the Chinese
1: this is uh, these are very troubling times uh, to say the least we know that uh, Russia is says that they will no longer uh, alert the United States to a movement of uh, nuclear arms we've also heard uh, positioning of uh, at least I've heard this morning a headline of uh, Russia positioning tactical nukes uh, near the uh, Ukraine border um, have you heard anything about that Um you heard any, and I know you've got many insiders in Washington D.C. Is is there concern uh, with regard to that? Is there concern uh, in the in the press corps and, and some of the, uh, the the government officials that you uh, you speak to about uh, uh, the possibility of some sort of a, a elevated conflict with the United States from either of those countries?
3: So uh, this uh, came to attention last weekend when Russian President Vladimir Putin made remarks in which he vowed that by the end of July uh, he will have installed in Belarus uh the country that borders Ukraine and which served as a staging ground for the original invasion 14 months ago uh tactical nuclear weapons. Uh Putin said that he would have the storage facilities uh for these systems built and completed by mid-July in Belarus that they would be operated and maintained by Russian forces. Uh, and he said that uh, some of the missiles themselves and the training regiments would be uh, in place uh, by next week, the beginning of April. Um, the U.S. officials in the Biden administration um, have said that they um, have not yet seen any evidence of such movement, of such systems into Belarusian territory. Uh, and that as a result, they've seen no reason for the United States, at least for now, to make any changes to our strategic deterrent posture.
1: We will see. Now, you've got this book, and, and I find it's really fascinating. You've know, you got this, uh, this protest coming to the Supreme Court. You are uh, a, a student of uh, the Supreme Court. Particularly, you've got a new book. It's called Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 to 1986. So it is the years preceding his tenure as a Supreme Court justice. Uh, where right. can people find it? And, and why is it uh, so, um, uh, so uh, why does it fit the times so well?
3: So this book, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, uh, captures the first 50 years of Antonin Scalia's life. It ends with him taking his seat on the Supreme Court. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, the publisher's website, Regnery.com, or any fine brick-and-mortar store where fine books are sold. Uh, You can also learn more about it on my Twitter feed, at James Rosen TV. It's timely because uh, Scalia's influence remains uh, very deep and pervasive for every American. Uh, Scalia changed the way that we think about the law, write about the law, and issue decisions uh, about the law. And this touches every area of American life. And so if you want to know how his Catholicism, um, his his immigrant father and his schoolteacher mother, uh, and his own capacity for hard work, his genius and affability, and the contributions of his wife, Maureen Scalia, who was the mother of their nine children and who raised them all, as the Justice said, without much assistance from him, if you'd like to know how all of those extraordinary influences combined uh, to fuel this man's rise to the Supreme Court uh, and, and, and the formation of his ideas that still have such a legacy with us today, You'll check out the book. It's called Scalia, Rise to Greatness.
1: Uh, other than dodging police sirens while you're doing call-ins to radio <laughs> stations, uh, what, what are you working on today?
3: <laughs> well, we were focused on the visit of the Taiwanese president and, um, and the reactions of the Chinese foreign ministry, uh, and also the warning that was issued from the retired rear admiral, uh, John Kirby, spokesman for the National Security Council, that China should not try to exploit this occasion of Tsai's visit to the United States Uh, to step up aggressive activity in the Straits of Taiwan. So far, China seems to be abiding by that warning. But again, if the Taiwanese president meets with Speaker McCarthy next week, we'll see what reaction comes from Beijing.
1: All right, James Rosen, always good to have you on. Have a glorious day. We'll watch for you on Newsmax, and we'll talk again maybe next week, okay?
0: All
3: right, thank you, Rob, as always.
0: All right, let's
1: take a break. This is The Rob
0: Carson Show. What part of abuses and usurpations do you not understand? It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: You know, you've got to be a real partisan hack. To defend the defense, uh, the indefensible. That's what uh, Alejandro Mayorkas does in front of Congress. I don't know who's greasing his palms or who's guaranteeing his retirement or whatever. But it's, he's a buffoonish uh, cartoon. He's a dangerous man. He is not doing what he needs to do to protect our country. He is bought and paid for. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm just so just tired of this nonsense. Uh, we have a crisis on our border. It's very obvious to everybody. It is an attempt to overthrow our country to some degree. It is an attempt to uh, uh, do the Cloward and Pivot strategy to uh, collapse the system, to overwhelm the system. It's fairly obvious. And here is Ted Cruz calling him to task this week in uh, Congress.
3: ask you the next question. Has the crisis at our southern border made Americans less safe?
0: Yes or no? Senator, we are
1: 108,000 uh, uh, ODs last year, 75% from fentanyl coming across the border at unprecedented levels.
3: Dedicated to the safety Has the crisis made Americans less of, safe? I don't, I don't want a, a
0: discourse. It's a yes or no question. Senator, we have a challenge of You refuse to
1: answer the question. Yeah, this man is a, uh, is a buffoon, and he never answers the question, and he needs to be held accountable. I, I absolutely believe that. And, and there must be a day someday where these people are held to task for their malfeasance. He was presiding over the DHS Disinformation Bureau. We now know that there are tentacles in the government to shut down free speech like we've never seen before. And then there's uh, Senator Kennedy yesterday. And and the reason why I am bringing this up is I think we could use a little... Uh, comic relief don't you yeah here is uh senator kennedy uh talking to uh the uh absurd uh alejandro mayorkas did you just parachute in from another planet mr secretary because
4: you're the only person in the milky way who believes that we're not having
6: massive massive <laughs> illegal immigration into america
2: Senator, you're, you're, um, you're putting words into my mouth. No, there is, I'm there accurately no. describing the situation. There is no question, there is no question that we have a very serious challenge at our southern border. Then why
1: the hell don't you fix it, you moron? You put the, the worst vice president, the dumbest person on the planet in charge of the border is the border czar. She said two years ago she was going to get to the solution. She was going to get to the cause. We're not stupid, dear God. I really want to do one more story today about uh, reparations, reparations. But first, uh, we need to hear from Jim Gossett as Al Sharpton from Pink Floyd. You must pay us reparations.
7: Dimmus, dimmus, do-do-do-do, dimmus, do-do-do-do, dimmus. Do it up, give it, give it, do it up, give it, it. Though a slave, you never own.
1: Serve 300,000. Oh, no, much more than that. Wait till you hear. That's coming up. Call it a
5: forgiven loan. Hey, rep
7: erasions, it's time to atone.
1: (laughs) All in all, I could be taken in a big haul. He got some great suits, doesn't he?
7: You must pay us reparations Reparations. And you need to do it soon
1: Pocket change we are not seeking So, uh... skin for the moon the uh, estimated cost hey, of reparations Caucasians. in california for Listen, slavery that never happened there is uh, the uh has risen to 800 billion dollars 2.5 times the annual state budget says economists and this is a uh, this is in san francisco yesterday uh, apparently now a uh, five million dollars per black person is uh is not going to be enough here's some testimony
5: I believe that 5 million in reparations is too little for the work that foundational black Americans have done for this country and as well for other countries. I believe that 7.6 million is a number that can be used very wisely. Are you sure? How about 7.6 billion? For foundational black American communities. 40 acres is also still a good idea, and instead of a mule, we would like a tractor. I also believe that we should know the name of all the companies that participated in the slave trade so we, foundational black Americans... Plus, you can
1: have a civil suit, too
5: can start up our own companies. We should also be allowed to have a choice to learn our mother language other than Spanish or French in our educational classes. Oh, you
1: can do that on your own. Just, I think they've got that, what is that, uh, uh, Babel? You got Babel. You can learn your own uh, language or your native country from Babel. It's pretty cool. We have the t- language that was started right here in America.
5: During slavery, we have Swahili, Yoruba, Igbo, Zulu. Anything
1: else? Can we do anything else? Can we give you a foot massage while we're at it? Just house
5: community colleges and universities should not raise their tuition prices for the next future generations okay sure 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 Let me write this down each here. foundational black real american quick. family and we should be able to change our names to our mother okay sure names you can do that now food. actually yeah all types of real estate should not go up in price oh let's do that land that was supposed to be for us Write but that as down. We all know, it was never given no real
1: estate price. Foundational black
5: americans know all too well yeah. wh- all white people did not own slaves they yeah, okay. all know that you were not
1: yeah, we'll get to work on that right away. You just keep, uh, actually, hold your breath, uh, and we'll get to it right. Just hold your breath until we do. So please do that, sir. Just start holding your breath right now. Let's take a break and come back, wrap things up. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show today. Keep calm, carry on. You've heard that expression before. The left will destroy themselves. Be ready to defend yourself. Have a glorious day. God bless you. Until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid.